Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello and welcome to Tribulation Farce, a Left Behind reread podcast. We dig in so deep into that juicy Left Behind goodness so you don't have to. This is Book 2, Tribulation Force. Jennifer, how are you? I'm good. Uh, we actually just recorded a little special thing mm-hmm. for our Patreon because we just finished The Sopranos this past yeah. weekend. So we talked about The Sopranos. So here we are yet again. Episode two of book two. Things are heating up. We're in it now, as they say. Yep. What did you think overall of of these these, these boys? And let's say real quick, uh, apologies for the late release. We had a, a wedding and a uh, uh, charity stream, um, which was really really fun. Twenty four hour charity yes. stream. Yes. Uh, so we could... were not on it for all twenty four hours. We were involved in it. <laughs> I was only on it for twelve, but. <laughs> for three <laughs> <laughs> uh you can head over to geeklyinc.com slash trevor and you can still donate whenever you're listening to this yeah. um and get into the trevor project yeah. to support lbgtqi youth now more than ever guys now more than ever you know as i say <laughs> every year it gets worse shit, every year shit sucks so <laughs> but we yeah the, the charity the geekly charity stream is a very cool thing mm-hmm. we have over the past Nine years raised over a hundred thousand dollars for charities, which is a lot. Yeah. So, so anyway, all that to say, you can't be mad at us. You can't be an mad. Episode LA, we were busy. If you're mad at us, we'll sh- we'll post a picture of the frogs. And yeah. Say, you you cuss these frogs. You've cussed these beautiful gay frogs mm-hmm. out that that are boyfriends, and they're here in the Discovery in, place. I think in Charlotte, we North Carolina. Should point out that the gay frogs were at the wedding. They were at our friend's wedding. They not were the not at the charity stream. No. Anyways, apologies. Let's get yeah. back on topic. Big chunk today. Big. Yeah, yeah, it was a, there was a lot of um sermon stuff happening, mm-hmm. a lot of bible stuff happening and I have time. an update. Okay. Um I finally got my library card to work. Oh good. So you're um, reading like a legit version now. I'm reading a legit version. Uh it's interesting because let would it surprise you dear listener and co-host and wife mm-hmm. that the Amazon underlined, you know, in Kindle they like Oh like, yeah. Uh <laughs> they always motherfucking highlight underlined the Bible verses. Oh my it's god! Just, um, it's just all these so people are like funny. I like, like this. Wow, one. that's from the Bible. This one's from the Bible, <laughs> and I, I just rolled my eyes oh after my the god. third that's one. That's hilarious. Like, this is so dumb. Uh, but uh, shout out to the St. Louis Public Library and the yeah, strange baby. confusion. Why every two weeks this guy keeps renting? Like he cannot get to this goddamn book. <laughs> yeah, he has to keep checking out Left Behind. I will say, I I am so tempted to kind of do a um I I don't know what, but like I want to listen to the audiobook. Oh, because yeah. that's how I listened yeah. to it as a kid. Oh man, we should. Yeah, you should definitely listen. Let's to it. drive. 
from Florida no. to Tennessee and listen to oh, it, Jennifer. Sounds, let's do it, baby. That sounds like hell. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> uh, these episodes get into the the shit that uh, I know and love. But the thing that I want to point out before we get really into it is. What did you think about how much of a dick Bruce was? Oh my god, what is his deal, man? He has like no social graces Dude, whatsoever. Right. Is, is that what they're trying to say? Is that the pastor Bruce is just like kind of an a, a, an oafish? I think dumb so. Dumb? And they're always like, he looks bad. He looks bad. <laughs> he looks like shit. He looks older than he, he looks is. like. He's slipping in the church and yeah. his office. He looks like those like unkempt Bernie Sanders memes. Yes, you know? yes, he does in my mind. But like yeah, once I mean, again. I'm asking you to read Ezekiel. He really is like, yeah, he has like, well, and I even like, I have some quotes from it because it was really so like abrupt sometimes. Uh, you know, much like our Sopranos uh, podcast, do we need to get into like, uh, Pastor Barnes is autistic. I, dude, point. I was, I was like, should I say this out loud? <laughs> because he really does, he just says the exact thing he needs to say and does not cushion it at all. You can't yell at us. Jennifer's autistic. I am autistic. And so whenever you can't yell at me. we say that if a character is being a prick. <laughs> yeah, okay, but listen, this is the thing. Like, I'm not equating being autistic and being an asshole. I'm equating, like, being direct in a certain way that people interpret as being an asshole. Like, that I don't think it's necessarily being an asshole. Yeah, like, no, for sure. To be direct, like well, I, when, when if, someone if asks you for help, you're like, "What would I do?" <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, like, right? He's truly just answering the question. Like, I don't think he's autistic. I don't think he. I don't think they meant him to be. But I'm gonna keep an eye out now because I was eye. thinking about it. I was thinking about that also. Um, he's no poly walnuts. He's but, no poly walnuts. Yeah. yeah, we have we have it in mind, and like we said, you know. We did an hour Sopranos podcast. Yeah, so. and where I talked about Polly Wanna's being autistic, <laughs> and I'm right. Um, yeah, yeah. To be okay, in my defense, I was diagnosed about two years ago, and like pretty, like you were watching Sopranos. You said that's me, and I said that's me. No, there was uh, the thing that I'm like very proud of is there was a girl that was on The Bachelor. She was like like a contestant, a girl that was like trying mm-hmm. to win The Bachelor. Tournament. I'm like, she's real autistic to me, and then she came out. Her name is Demi, and she's like, I'm autistic, and Hell I'm like, yeah. that's right because I can see it. Because I am that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if I've even like said that that much to people, but hey, guess what? Yeah, we, we've had a lot of jokes cut out of <laughs> other podcasts. Yeah, because we've been just like straight up said it. Well, because people are weird about it. Well, it's less straight up saying it, more like I say something mean to you. Yeah. And then they're like, we should cut this out. I'm like, you're right. Like, well, but yeah. But yeah, but anyway. yeah. But anyways, this is this is just us, you know, yeah. husband and wife yeah, together. Yeah, we're just talking, um, you know. There's no shrapnel to be had. No. Exactly. It just is. Um, second book. Chapter three. So Buck goes to visit Bruce Barnes in the church. And, okay, this is another, like, consistent theme that keeps coming up. Buck being like, so I don't want to hug in between dudes that I'm used to amongst these guys, these Christians. Yeah, and Rayford says it too later. Yes, they both do because it's like the, that is such a weird like Christian dude. They love hugging each other yeah, and being but, like, hey, brother, and like putting their arm on his shoulder. Yeah, is, is that what they're doing? Like, I, I'm not saying that in a skeptical way. I'm saying it more in a kind of baffled way. Because, again, you have to take everything, not just from what they're doing in the book, but what the author intended like, what and, and what the audience intended – or it's for, for what the author intended and for the intended audience. Yeah. Because these books are for Christians and then to trick other Christian, non-Christians. But right, theoretically. Like, are they saying, ha, 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 look at the the godless men who don't hug each other? I, I don't know. I think it's 
it's more like, all right, Christian men out there, I know you think hugging other dudes is gay, but yeah. it's actually you gotta you gotta develop masculine friendships, but like through the Lord. I feel like because like promise keepers is like so like that. It was all about like getting in touch with like your feelings okay, I see what you're saying. and shit. I see what you're saying. Okay. So yeah. I think there's a specific because I think that promise keepers was like still pretty hopping around this time when this book would have come out. Mm-hmm. Um. I think that it's like a very specific like archetype of Christian dude who's like I'm yeah. a man, but I I'll cry. And yeah, I love maybe money. I was doing a light anachronistic sort of reading to it, meaning my dad is super touchy. Yeah, uh, and, and you know he exists in this period. So that being said, he is a product of this period. Exa- well. Exactly, that's why he is that way. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's the thing. Whereas now I feel like there's a much more like I only eat meat and like livers and stuff. And yeah, I'm a man. I'm I know. Red. I know that. Like my skin's real red. <laughs> <laughs> I take supplements and I, I get supplements and I get them yeah. straight from Alex Jones. <laughs> Again, like we had a, a very brief conversation about this with our buddies and uh, during the wedding, and it's like again that kind of like joke of like you guys have this podcast, you say what yeah. you say, but you know you still have Christian friends, right? And then right, like one right. of our friends, uh, shout out Catherine, um, was was kind of made a joke about that, and it's like, you, and I was like, and I didn't mean this to be mean, but like, uh, and I hope it didn't come off that way. Of like, our friend Kristen yeah. is who I think of, uh, of when I think of a Christian who is cool because is, is, yeah, because it was like Catherine made a joke about it. It was like, yeah, I know Kristen uh, <laughs> because because yeah. like it kind of it came up one time, you know, like we've talked about before, where like we were all drinking whiskey and hanging out, yeah, and yeah. like I remember being like close to being a blackout, and being like. So you're a Christian? Like, you um, like believe in God and stuff? So th- all that to be said is like, I don't know what evangelicals are like now. I do know they all voted for Trump and they're all Trumpy. So it is a little weird. I think they like supplements and like multi-level marketing. Mm-hmm. And but they all like drink their own piss now. They love drinking their own piss. Like honestly, guys, I'm not fucking joking. It really is a thing that people drink their own piss. And I, I guess I said that to say is like, so I was thinking about today and I was like, I don't necessarily want to drive away all people who believe in God. No. Even though we do our official stance is that religion should be illegal. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think a lot of things should be illegal, though. That's true. I think it should be illegal for people under, like, 25 to be on Twitter. I think it should be illegal for these men to hug. Yeah. They, yeah. You say legal or illegal? Illegal. Yeah, because I don't want them to have any, like, comfort or, yeah. like, happiness in their but, life. But, like, I don't want this to be a thing that the cops can decide. No, no, no. We should just be able to, like, boo them mm-hmm. if they're hugging. <laughs> 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 be like your bitch. You can only <laughs> hug men if you're at least bisexual. Yeah, exactly. And if know. you're not, that's stolen valor for the queers. <laughs> actually, you're doing you're doing queer baiting. Yes, <laughs> your dude friends. Oh my god, that is so true. Like, oh, look at you queer baiting. Oh right wow, now. okay. <laughs> Uh, next time I'm, um, uh, I see two of my buds hugging, I'm going to say queer bait. Queer bait, queer bait. Even if they're both two homosexual men. <laughs> yeah, who are, when you're who queer are... bait. You're queer baiting me right now. <laughs> Make out. Or you're queer baiting me. What? <laughs> oh, man. So anyway, um, Buck is going to visit Bruce for a couple of reasons. But the, the first thing that he brings up is that he feels pretty bad about introducing Hattie to the Antichrist. <laughs> <laughs> Like, seriously, yeah. he's like, yeah, I kind of feel like that was my bad that she is now the personal assistant there's, to the Antichrist. There's something that is so lucky for them in these books and that they can use spiritual guilt as plot Yes, points. yes. Like, so, I felt a heaviness on my heart. Exactly. It's, it's to like, cause me to talk to this person about it. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like, it's so rote and kind of like, boo, lazy. Like, like it's like the third person narrator coming in and just be like, do this. But that's yeah. literally what the... 
the intent I mean, is, right? Is. Yeah. And there is legally uh, something interesting about that of like yeah. anyone who used to be a piece of shit. It's like I'm not. I can change. I can. I, I can change. Different. I feel bad about lying. Yeah. Now. Uh, but this is this part is really funny. Um. Yeah. And, and like. Obviously, we get into some deep misogyny, like, pretty off the bat. Um, Tim, can you – well, let's read back and forth. You read the Bruce part, and I'll read the Buck part. I don't see how you could do it without putting yourself in danger, meaning oh. going and telling Right, right, right. Hattie. I'm sorry. Yeah, let's back up for a second because yeah. the whole thing is, yeah, Buck feels bad about introducing Hattie, and Buck feels like he needs to be like, yo, but hey, we're working quick. for the Antichrist. <laughs> hey, here's the Bible. I know you think it's stupid, yeah. but um, he's he's the Antichrist. He's going to sacrifice a pig on the altar. Right, 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 so right. And, he's, he's, Israel. and since he feels so guilty, he goes to talk to Bruce, and Bruce is being really, like, really well, shitty. <laughs> I don't know what you should do. But so, anyway, so yeah, that's the, that's the scene. That's the for scene this, setting. this uh, conversation. And scene. I don't see how you could do it without putting yourself in danger. She's no doubt enamored with her new life already. She's gone from being a flight attendant to being the personal assistant to the most powerful man in the world. Personal assistant? Who knows what else? Bruce nodded. Probably so. I don't imagine he chose her for her clerical skills. Like, d- guys, can you, like, go one fucking chapter without shitting on Hattie challenge? Just Impossible. because she has a perfect rack. Yeah, it's just, she has beautiful breasts and yeah. blonde hair and is hot as fuck. Hot as fuck. And hot enough for the Antichrist. Like, does it mean you need to be such a fucking hater? And she's like, does not seem that stupid. Like, every time she's talked. So like, despite I, the author's, like, best, like, right. efforts to make her I, seem stupid. I have to, that's true. Yeah, we, we did lament about that a little bit um i did try to put myself in the the time and place so to speak and i'm like they're not wrong you know i mean like yeah flight attendant and like personal uh, personal assistant are pretty different skill sets can i rewind it yeah i don't think they are different skill sets now that i to like go back against literally what me and you just said i I think there's so much about like they are different skill sets but i think there's so much about well you, you are uh, uh, dealing with an adult baby? No, no, okay, that part, yes. That is, that is very real. I was thinking more like, does Hattie know how to do, like, pivot tables? Like, <laughs> does she know how to use SharePoint? Like, I don't know. Good point, good um, point. But yeah. no, you're, you're actually 100% Like, the customer service aspect of it, if you've ever done, like, an admin-type job, like, number one, admins do not get paid enough money because that. that shit, because, like, my role, I, I have been in an admin role before, and my, my current role sometimes gets mistaken for admin. Well, you're a woman. I'm a woman, mm-hmm. and I'm around many men at mm-hmm. my work, and mm-hmm. um, they like to have me take their notes and things. <laughs> Isn't it cool? Yeah, and that's... 2023, shit's yeah, still it's, happening? It's, I literally just got off a project that was a lot of bullshit. Oh, we could go on. And guys, I, I'm working with women now, and it's so nice. Praise me. <laughs> I'm so glad. Anyway, um, yeah, they're super misogynist. It's like really wild how often it comes up. But yeah, Br- Br- Bruce and Buck are like, yeah, this is I, this is dangerous. Like yeah. I don't because the, the whole fear is that okay, if Nikolai knew that Buck was not hypnotized, like he would. I'm have, glad they talk about this. He would have already blasted his ass. Like yeah. he would have been like, and also Buck was hit. This bullet hit three people. I think <laughs> <laughs> this, is the, this is the JFK magic yeah. bullet. And it, listen, just trust it. Okay, sometimes. Bullets take five days. Yeah. They go from New York yeah. and then they go to Chicago. Yeah, exactly. So that's bullets yeah. go in multiple directions back and forth. But we talked about this a lot and then <laughs> I think you can probably follow some of my predictions being wrong in this book. It's not my fault. It's the bad at writing. Um, yeah. and, and basically saying like, you know, he, he probably 
We're not sure that he knows. He might be like a little like suspicious or like think like, well, maybe he didn't like fully take, but he, there's no way that he fully thinks that Buck didn't. Right. Like, and I believe in the last chunk, he was invited to go meet with him. He was. So yes. we're thinking, A, is that because he's trying to get murdered? Right. But in this, in kind of like the, there's like, there's obviously more than one thing happening. But there's like three-ish things happening and then five other things happening in these two chapters. It's yet again, uh, Buck and Chloe, will they, won't they? Yeah. That part was really annoying. Oh, um, my God. And just like the tr- the back and forth that was happening in these chapters was making me so mad. Yeah. Because it just be like a tiny chunk of a chapter just to be like, uh, Buck called Chloe, but she wasn't there. And then she like fretted over yeah. how to respond back. And I'm like, they, I don't fucking care. To, to use a term, they have backslid on Chloe for sure. They backslid on Chloe like a lot. Chloe is not doing much interesting <laughs> at all. In um, and the other chunk is this. Like, will it, it, it's this on top of because the the impetus, so to speak, is he wants to go talk to Hattie to be like, yo, don't. Like, don't, be he, careful, bro. But also, don't suck the dick of the Antichrist. <laughs> <laughs> they also tr- are trying to figure out uh, how does he handle the situation. So right. it, it is the same plot point, and they are making it compelling by putting this two thing together, these two things together. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, uh, they do bring it up that, like, well, if you avoid it, then he's going to sure as shit know. Right. Then he's suspicious. And, and then- I think that goes along a little bit to, for us as the reader, who obviously Jennifer and I have consumed more of these books. So we love Nikolai and we think he's perfect. But, I mean, he is. you know, maybe at this point he's not as perfect. And yeah, maybe he needs to up his game a little bit. He's still, like, honing him. His, maybe he thought that, skills. like, Buck panicked so fast that he ran out of the room yeah. before he was able to complete the mind control. Yeah, or maybe he just thought that, like, it was just like so upsetting to right. him that he was like frazzled from right, it or exactly. something. And remember, everyone during the climax of the last book, when Nikolai kills those two dudes, freak the fuck out. Yeah. They see it. And they then see you, it. And then they, they're like, don't shoot him. Right. And then they're like, isn't it fucked up he shot himself? Like, yeah, right. Like, they slowly, like, like after like Carpathia kind of goes around yeah. to them, right? It's like he's able to... You know, do the whole hyp- yeah. hypnotized thing. Yeah, and, and I and I do think this is legally interesting, and I do think this yeah, is what no, is... That, yeah, this is like the part that is interesting. Yeah, and we're getting in addition to them talking about the Earth Movers and digging out the underground <laughs> bunker in the previous yeah, chunk, which whipped. Uh, and they do kind of joke about it in these chapters, where like Rafer's like, I cannot believe. Chloe wants to hook up with a dude that's like best friends of the Antichrist. I, I thought it was really <laughs> funny that he is like, kind of like, I don't know. I don't I'm know okay about this. this. My little daughter but being I, with a man who's myth the Antichrist. <laughs> and I do think they are kind of like breaking the fourth wall of like, we sure are the main characters as, of, of a book as Right, fuck. right, right. We're like, what are the odds? Wow, exactly. <laughs> like Buck's like, I know it was pretty cool that I got assigned to Chicago, but what are the odds? Yeah, but Buck at least like makes more sense sense that he's had these like interactions because yeah. he's a reporter and so, he's, like, he's like the best boy buck and he's yeah he's the number one boy of the global weekly even yeah. they sent they they banished him to chicago <laughs> and and you know bruce and buck come to the conclusion that i think makes sense and you know uh, uh i agree with is if carpathia thought buck was not trustworthy he would already be dead Yes, exactly. So, and, so, I think, so, so and I think that, like, yeah. is, that makes way more sense than anything else. Yeah, in my that's opinion. like the, in this, and, and Tim, this is where the logic of Bruce's mind is mm. a, a real boon, because it's like, well, let's weigh it out. Uh, probably this is most likely what okay. has happened. 
Um, yeah. So now, once they determine that, we flip over to Rayford and Chloe with a very like. Nothing. I have chapter distinctions now. It's like a little loading thing. Oh, it's weird. Like I can't quite tell what they're doing. Interesting. But, yeah. Okay. Um, we we flip over to Rayford and Chloe for a second for like a very nothing segment where like these chapters are long. They're long for like no reason. Yeah. Um. Basically, all you need to know is that. Chloe and Buck are playing like weird phone tag. It sucks. And like Rayford's like, why are you playing games with him? I'm like, wait, were you not just telling her to like not answer the phone and like make him wait in the last chapter? Yeah, Rayford is like, you know, obviously you want to play a a blue red deck in Magic the Gathering, (laughs) and here you go trying to play a blue deck. You fool. You fool. You evil harpy, which I agree with. By the way, I don't. Yeah, I don't like the game playing thing. That's no. I do feel like Chloe's for sure being like annoying, annoying, and like yeah. very like juvenile about this. And I do, you know, shout out to my friend Rayford, who <laughs> throughout this chapter and the next is like, "Are you sure about that? Yeah, sure about that. <laughs> sure about that." And then later he's like, he's like, "I ain't saying shit." And then yeah. Chloe's like, "What? <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah, yeah." Um, yeah. So Chloe's a little bit frustrated with Rayford. Yeah, and and. It's so the thing that they say with Chloe over this chunk um, is how they justify, I guess, these games is that she still thinks that Buck is treating her like a little sister. Yeah, like, like that. she's this is like her being like prickly and defensive because she thinks he's and, like and, maybe stringing her along a little bit or not actually into her. Yeah, but like I have zero indication of that, no. especially because their last interaction was Buck like, "Hey, do you want to go hang out?" She yeah, goes, no. you want to go to? Yeah, no, she's being like really weird. And, <laughs> and he's like calling her like three. No, there's literally no. This it, again, they just don't know how to write women. And no, they don't. They just gotta make. They only know how to make them annoying because yeah. they think everyone is annoying. Exactly. <laughs> I guess all they know how to do. So I almost don't even want to like. There's like literally mini sections. This where it's like it it's cuts. A, it's the third of it's these two really chapters. It's really stupid. So yeah. I almost don't even want to talk about it. Yeah. Um. So let's get back to actually to to Buck. Um. <laughs> we said excitedly for the first time. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So yeah, we back to to Buck who's still talking to Bruce about like okay, like what do I do about my Carpathia situation? Because he wants to see me mm-hmm. like ASAP, and I am scared, and I yeah. don't know what to do. Yeah. And this part is really fun because. It's such an, you know, I gotta give it up because it's like, there are no Christians. No, the so internet like, yeah. doesn't exist the way that we have the no. internet. So. Yeah, you can't go to like Bible.com. Exactly. And <laughs> you know, the forums of Bible.com. And, and you know, it's so, it's so scary. In their world, they don't have left behind. <gasps> so they can't even, they only know from the pastors of VHS exactly. tapes. Um, yeah. So they kind of like talk it through and they're like, well, Okay, obviously Carpathia's got some, like, woo-woo magic happening. Yeah. Because Buck's like, listen, my boss Steve Plank is, like, a hard-nosed newsman. Yeah. And he's fully convinced that it happened the way Carpathia said yeah. it. So the only way that's possible <laughs> is by, like, weird magic, Exactly. Basically. And Bruce is like, you trust this guy? He's like, motherfucker, this guy yeah. is, like, intense. He's and, the dude. And he's- Steve is completely on Carpathia Kool-Aid. Um, I do love that they kind of say, I don't know if it's this part later, but they kind of, like, say... God damn it. I wish they outlined uh, the Antichrist's powers yeah, in the yeah, Bible. Yeah, and that yeah. just made me laugh so much because it kind of, to me, is such a thing that is like, it's cute for them to say it. Yeah. But it's also like, Maybe but you're that- not going to figure it out later, dumbasses, because it's so fucking vague, vague in the well, real right. Bible. Well, right. It's like, 
maybe that should be a sign to you <laughs> that they didn't shut spell up, that shut out. Up, shut up, shut um, up. Yeah, it's really silly. Yeah. Uh, but I love that Bruce is like, damn, bro, that sucks. That I, sucks. How do I have to do, though? Anyways, Good luck. eats giant mayonnaise sandwich. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rubs greasy napkin it, on his face. Am I going to, like, end up standing Bruce? Because, like, honestly, he's just like, bro, I'm up here teaching and sweating. Because well, like, Bruce feels like he's a real person in this. Right. Like, he's and a weirdo these, that his whole family got t- taken away. Yeah, I don't know if you know this, but Bruce went through, <laughs> through the, the rapture and is dealing poorly with he's it. He's not doing well. While all these other people had, like, a day and a half, they're like, well, man, I'm sniffing my bed. I'm yeah, good. I'm yeah, good. I yeah. got to learn how to fly a plane better. Bruce is like, I'm sleeping in my office like every night. I'm going freak mode. Yeah. Like, I, what do you think he smells like? I think they, Not I guess good. I don't know if they say it, but the implication is bad. Yeah, I think he's like stinky. I think he has like carpet <laughs> stains. He's got the like sweat stains around his neck. Yeah, his- he looks like a stinky traveling salesman <laughs> from like a, a yeah. B tier like 90s show. Uh, but in this case, he's just like obsessed with the Bible. Yeah, which good for him because we need it. Because unfortunately, he gets to say the coolest shit. Yeah, that is true. Um, then there's another Ray for Chloe section, which again is truly just about phone tag, and I and I hate it, so it's we're just gonna skip sucks. it. Who cares? Uh, then we cut over to Buck, who is at home working, and he's wrapping up. You know, remember the whole Global Weekly, like, mm-hmm. article mm-hmm. that he is writing mm-hmm. about, like, all the theories about why the disappearance happened. Yeah. And again, it, it's important to uh, lightly point out that even though he has been uh, blacklisted into the hell that is Chicago, yeah. um, they still really want him to write they, He's piece. literally still, like, writing a cover story and for the, the Global Weekly in New York. That was last chapter, right? Last two yeah. chapters? Yeah, yeah. And I still am kind of having whiplash on how much no, I know. What's-His-Nuts was on the side versus What's-Her-Nuts. Oh, nuts. yeah. Stan, uh, Stan Bailey. I want to say no, Stan. Is that right? Is no, that's Stan, Stan Bailey. Stan I was at Stan Beeman. That's Stan from the Beeman. Americans. <laughs> oh, I love the Americans. I miss Beeman. Um, yeah, so he... They should make uh, an Americans reboot with a daughter. Oh, come on, the Americans again. I think it's actually on Hulu now. I saw it the other day. The Americans like, are so. Mm-hmm. It makes me want to watch Perry Mason just because that guy's. I know, in me too. Matthew, what's his face? Uh, Reese. I forget his name. Anyway, whatever the dude is. Yeah, so I want to dig into this Global Weekly piece because the way that it, Bug is talking about it in a few ways is just so revelatory about mm-hmm. the way that the authors think about things. And, and it's so revelatory about the way that I thought about yes, things. Yes, yes. It's so good in its own specific way. Yes. It's bad. It's very bad, but it's so good. So there's a quote where Buck is like just thinking about it, and he says, In the middle of the piece, Buck had included what he believed was the truth, of course, but he did not editorialize. <laughs> it was, as usual, a third-person straight news analysis article. Okay, motherfucker, that doesn't exist because every decision around an article involves, like, you making a choice about something. The choice to write about the article at all. The choice to include, like, whatever info. You cannot be objective as a human being. Like, journalism is not objective. It's just not. Queen. So you're fucking stupid. Yeah, and I think this was, like, a thing up until, like, 2010. Yes, we're, like, objective. polish their knob off to objective shit. Fuck off. It's not possible. Fuck Fuck off. off. Fuck off. Logan Roy, fuck <laughs> off. Um, yeah. uh, but I thought the the way he kind of handled it was good. Again, caveat, caveat, caveat based on the <laughs> it's, book. It's a Christian book. A Christian yeah. book. But like <laughs> to me though, like 
You just went through the literal Christian rapture. <laughs> yeah. How the fuck do you do that objectively? I, you, you can't. Like, because I think like, he said that he put like Bible verses and stuff in it. Yeah, he did include it. He like wove it in, like being on like, this, this is weird? an option, and like, wow, yeah, no, he specifically does. Right. I don't remember this in this chapter. I guess it must be in this one, uh, where yeah, he like he weaves in a few things that mm-hmm. are kind of like that. Well, this is the way he's like literally like admitting he's not actually being objective, right? And the, and the next chunk of it is Buck talking to like a big wig in the Catholic Church, and oh my it's very God. interesting because this, yeah, I guess this is doing double duty of like showing what you know vaguely religious people in the world think now, meaning in the in the world of Left Behind, yeah, um, and also the world of that Jennifer and I grew up in is that. Catholics are bad. Catholics are evil, and they basically serve the devil. Um, they don't care about the kids stuff. They only care about no. like like. There's these this line about like them focusing on like the breaking off from Martin Luther. Yes, and, like, yes, blaming, they, yes, they did. Blaming that and it's like motherfucker. That is they don't talk about. I that. don't think they care about that. No, like my impression, like growing up, like even though those hate Catholics because they're like they pray to, vir- to the Virgin Mary. Mm-hmm. They think Mary's God. Same through grace. <laughs> and that's idolatry. And then Catholics are like, you guys are so weird. You guys are really <laughs> fucking weird. We, we don't consider you, but you're so weird whenever you come up. As part of this article that he's written, yeah, he talks to a uh, cardinal in the Catholic Church, but actually, I'm getting a little ahead of myself because before that, this came up in the last book too, but only like a sentence, and now we're getting more into it. Yeah, which is that um they had gotten a new pope like new just pope. a few months previously, and he disappeared in the rapture. Yeah, the new pope who had just been installed a few months before the, young the pope. rapture. Had stirred up a controversy in the church with a new doctrine that seemed to coincide with more the heresy of Martin Luther than the historic orthodoxy they were used to. That is such a jerk off bullshit line. It's such an evangelical it's brain. So stupid. Comment. It like, rocks. You like it's extremely like you were thinking about this so much more than they you are. You thought you killed it right here. Like you really like got their ass. Yeah. Like it, I, every everything in this whole Catholic section is them being like it's really so got their ass and it's like this is actually just embarrassing. Yeah, because this is embarrassing and for they, you. they say kind of in the uh the background that the Cardinal that Buck interviewed is basically like all those motherfuckers who fo- followed that fat fuck Martin Luther, <laughs> that's who got <laughs> raptured. Yeah. And and you know that being said that, and by raptured it means it was bad. They oh, got, zap raptured. The, 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 yeah. So yeah, it, that does kind of presuppose that they don't think the rapture exists, but or whatever. Right. They didn't think, and and then because it happened, they're like, "Well, it must have been taking the bad people." Exactly. Right? And, <laughs> Which is hilarious. And the thing that does kind of rock about this Catholic response is it is the only other probable reaction, right? And that is God got tired of the Bible thumpers, <laughs> like get and out of here, them. and and you know that I think that's probably what I would believe back in that day, and or even though, again, as we said, yeah, if the actual rapture happened, we would hide out for three weeks and they become evangelicals. Yeah, I guess you'd have to. You'd have to, but like in this context. This is the only other one that explains the problem of why was it only weirdo Christians? But here's the thing, though, and the, and Bug does bring this up. He's like, okay, cool. What about the babies, though? <laughs> what about the babies and the children? And that's when the card was like, uh, that's a that's for God to explain. They're all Hitler. Goodbye. They're all Hitler babies. <laughs> They're all evil. <laughs> They're just, all baby antichrists born yeah, at the same time. Maybe they like he says something like to spare them something. Well, but yeah. yeah, I think that yeah he he because yeah there's actually like a kind of back and forth where. Um, 
Buck says, what does that say about all the wonderful people who vanished? And the colonel's like, that perhaps they were not so wonderful. Yes, go off. And the children and babies, the bishop had shifted uncomfortably. That I leave to go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a it's a very weird uh chunk, but I like it. The other like gotcha moment that Buck tries to do, which is so fucking stupid and like makes me furious, is that he like can't resist asking the cardinal about that like Ephesians mm-hmm. two, eight and nine verse that's like by grace are you saved through faith, and not of works, it's the gift of God. Yeah. And then, like, being like, oh, you gotcha, like, what does that mean? Um, <laughs> and I love that. Like, he really thinks he's making a point. Right. And this comes right after Buck says, of course, I didn't editorialize. And then he goes for this editorialization. But then he goes, I, yeah. didn't, I didn't put that in there. I didn't put that I just was thinking But do it. you think, Buck, that since you're telling us, the reader of Left Behind, uh, which I assume you have a choice in this, I'm not too sure, um, where I stand on how you exist within, do you know you're in a book? But all that being said, are you sure you didn't put any of that shit in there? <laughs> you asked this guy about the Bible. Yeah. And it's just, like, really interesting because, again, like, bringing up the, like, if you grow up, if you grew up evangelical, like the way Catholics were talked about, it's very like, well, they think they're saved by works, but mm-hmm. we know you're only saved by faith. Yeah. Which, as I've talked about, um, what is like making a choice and making the decision, but like a thing you did in that you act on, you acted on, mm-hmm. like you did a thing. That is how is that not a work? It makes no sense. Say it. Um, but I don't think, like, I don't think Catholics like to me because like the other way you can do well, it is that Catholics are like. Well, there are stakes. Like, you gotta do stuff. Yeah. And well, evangelicals, you just be like, I said the prayer. And I, I agree good. with the evangelicals that Catholics are not going to heaven, <laughs> but we don't all agree on the reasons. Well, why. they're going to hell, but it's like cool hell, though. Like, it's like yeah, very, like, it's gilded. liturgical. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Little Ness X is gonna be there dancing. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's not as painful, but it is more boring and hot and serves cunt, as they say. It does. It does serve cunt. That honors the Lord. <laughs> 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 yeah, serving cunt in a God honoring yeah. way. <laughs> Um, yeah, and while we're still in Buck's viewpoint, like, he's, you know, been just, like... We need more pop- main characters, man. Yeah, we... Please, God, we, we need get another... More main I don't remember. We got we get, to, we get, right? Chlo- we get Chloe. Do we? I don't even remember anymore. So we need it really bad. Main characters? I don't know. We, need, need, we need more. I think we do... Because I think they, like... I just need something different. I'm tired of these guys. Actually, I don't think we do. I think we get, like... <sighs> I don't remember. We have to get one more of a sided, even though I can't think of a well, single person. Tiny spoiler alert. Rayford for sure gets a wife eventually. I remember that. I don't know. But I, don't know. I don't know who she is. I don't, so. um, I don't I remember her. I think I do remember her name weirdly. I really only I remember. Think it's Irene. That sounds right. Wait, no, this is Old Wife. Oh, was it? Yeah. It would be funny if you married a new Irene. Oh, damn. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> or whatever her son's he, name is. Oh, yeah, no, I think you're right, Randy actually. Jr. No, I, um, but I remember, I know, I know that she has gray hair. They talk about her having like salt and pepper oh, yeah. hair. And I, I remember I, that very clearly. I think the way they handle it is like they have the, the, the meat of having new characters. But they're like giving reports. Yeah, to the old that I makes think sense. is how it works, but I don't remember. So yeah, so so the, the first chunk of this was Buck just like thinking about his article, <laughs> and then he does some more phone tag with Chloe again. Do not fucking care. Um, but then he gets a message from Steve Plank, who is pissed that he's not answering him about this meeting with Carpathia. Mm-hmm. He's like. Uh, Arpadia is not a guy that likes to be kept waiting. So right. what the fuck is wrong with you? And Buck is like, well, I mean, it is Saturday, so maybe. She's got some plausible deniability. I just moved. Like, oh, my bad, my phone wasn't hooked up right. But Plank knows that's bullshit. Yeah. 
he knows it, but he's trying. He's playing interference for Buck right now because yeah. he still like thinks highly of him, and, and he's like, you know, as we said before, Bruce is the world's least helpful yes. uh, person, so he doesn't know what to do. So he kind of punts it down the road. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, essentially at this point, uh, Buck is just like, yeah, I'm just gonna like wait it out and see what happens. This, maybe tomorrow we'll figure it out. Who's to say? So then we cut to. I think this is happening on Saturday. I'm assuming. And now this is Saturday. Yeah, yeah. And now we cut to Sunday. Because part of the, the annoying shit is that Chloe's like, I'll, I'll see him tomorrow. I'll see him tomorrow, so I can just be a little like you know mysterious, whatever. And I answer his calls. Yeah. I don't want to uh, seem too thirsty. Yeah, exactly. So Raper and Chloe get to church early because it's so popular, and they get the <laughs> last spot in the parking lot. Crazy. Um, and the guys, once they get sat down, Buck shows up to 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 sit behind them. Yeah. Uh, and this is again where Raper like stands up to hug Buck and is like, "Sure, it's weird. I mean, dudes, I'm hugging." Man, I love to hug dudes now. It's I guess it's not gay if God says to do it. It's very weird. Yeah. Um, and then we cut to Buck. Like, get the cuts. Are killing me. They're so stupid. And the way that this chapter is cut, yeah, they they just, cut the chapter partway through the sermon. They they love to do that. I'm like, why did you do that? Well, that's because have you ever read a book? The Hunger Games hadn't come out yet, so they didn't Ugh. realize that you wanted to make your reader like excited. Yeah, yeah. It's just like okay, there's still a sermon happening. It's like, well, oh. seems like it's time to stop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, cuts to Buck and they're singing, the congregation is singing and I'm like, oh my god, are they, are they listening to CCM, contemporary Christian music? <laughs> like, because the way they were talking about it, it almost didn't sound like they were talking about hymns. Like, they were talking about like a simple right, chorus and was, stuff and I'm like, oh, is this like projector shit? It was projector shit, yeah. Like, projector shit, so we're, we're, we're talking. Our God is an awesome Probably. Probably, probably. What, what are what are the other hits? What are the classic hits you can think of? Every take I take, take I take in you. You make me move, Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, that one's there. Praise the mercy. That song rocks. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I like that one. Uh, Praise the mercy. Oh yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one too. That one's great. That's a little more classic. That's a little. That's older. a little more classic. Yeah, that's yeah. an older one. They like to sing that. That one was like okay at my church. Mm-hmm. Like that was like not too contemporary for them. All is well with my soul. That one gets me even today, oh, baby. So, that's yeah. the guy that like his kids died. Oh, that's a that's a him as him though. Yeah, that's like that's a real true. him. Hymns are valid. Like even though I don't, they're. I mean, like they're the same as like singing about like whatever fake. If thing. you wrote a hymn about your entire family drowning, I'll allow it. Yeah, you can do that. Um, so number one, so they sing and like they get to it like pretty quick in this time. Like, I guess usually they do a little bit more like fanfare ahead of mm-hmm. time and they like pass the offering tray around right, to right. Get, get people to put their dollars he, in the plate. But again, Bruce just like stumbles out. Yeah, he like, yeah, he was like, he bursts out of the like pastor's office like sweating already. And it, and, like a flurry of, of papers. And they, Point out his hair's weird, his tie's weird, yeah. his shirt's not tucked in. Yeah, like, they, they were constantly, like, in the same way that they're like, hey, guys, did you know that Hattie's fucking stupid? <laughs> they're like, hey, did you know that Bruce is a fucking mess? Mm-hmm. Like, he looks like shit I love the, the implication that he doesn't have two minutes no. to comb his hair. No, he's been... He, to tuck his shirt he's in? He's been drinking in the word of the Lord. Yeah, he doesn't I mean, have time for that. That's a, a pretty strong tactic, and I do gotta give it that's up. That's why he smells extremely like B.O. now. As you can see, I have piss and cum stains, <laughs> so you can tell that I am absolutely uh, of the 1% of the top 2% of people that know about <laughs> of the Christians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so number one, 
Bruce starts out very strong. After like coming out and like looking fully like a crazy person. Tim, can you please read what Bruce says here? Does God not speak to me audibly? Wait, 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 no. He says, does Oops. God speak to me? Does God speak to me audibly? No. I wish he would. I wish he had. <laughs> if he had, I probably wouldn't be here today. But he wanted me to accept him by faith, not by proving himself in a more dramatic way than simply sending his son to die. You went through the rapture. Sorry. Yeah. I'm I'm pulling a buck and editorializing. Yeah. But he wanted me to accept him by faith, not by his proving himself in some more dramatic way than simply sending his son to die for me. He has left us this world, and it gives us all we need to know. It, this makes me so mad. Could you imagine living through the world's second recorded weirdest thing? The yeah. asteroid hitting killing the, the dinosaurs. It's oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, you've been like, I mean, God, he's not willing to prove himself. Right? Like, okay, well, number one, he just did it. Yeah, and then uh, spoiler two- for eight minutes from now. That's the whole thing he's lining up for the, yes. the bulls and the trumpets and the seals. Yeah. Like God loves us so much that he sends the uh X-Men apocalypse <laughs> on to, us. Yeah. On us. To obliterate our asses. Yeah. Because he loves us so much. But yet God is coy and that's the thing, it's like, hey, it's a classic we got a moment yeah. of like your hey, your circular tautological reasoning yeah. here is so bad and, and it's not internally consistent. No. Does this Change your opinion? Maybe, does this make you fix your fucked up religion? No, yeah, because good. here's the thing, because like, what, he's trying to be like, this isn't a punishment, this is like a wake up call. It's right, like, it's our fault. Okay, but inherently though, it is a punishment, because you're like, well, bad times are gonna come on you because you didn't listen earlier. Right. And this That's is a punishment. This is a punishment, and so it's also weird, let's go back into, uh, the thing that I made you cry about one time, is about, <laughs> Free will. Yeah, that's right. Because if the Bible says the rapture happens and the justification for the rapture is that the people of earth were not loving God enough. Yeah. Jennifer, I ask you, did the people of earth have a fucking choice? No. No. They don't. Is this not the fault of the Lord? Is this not the fault of the Lord? He has communication problems. <laughs> the Lord is willing to do a couple things. And he only does those couple things over the course of... 40 years. I'm counting all 33 of Jesus's, even though I don't well, think that's then, fair. Like, literally, then it's like, okay, well, why didn't you, like, take this sign that I gave you literally a thousand years ago? And it's the thing that we always like, say, whatever. like, they give God the coy thumbs up of being like, oh, he still wants you to be saved by, like, faith. Yeah. But motherfucker just disappeared 80 yeah. million people. Yes. Like, how can you not... Motherfucker is sending weird asteroids. Yes. And he's they, sending scorpions and, that fly. Well, no, no, no. Remember, <laughs> unsaved people do not see the scorpions. Oh, right, 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 right. So I think, I think that is how they go, they wiggle past some of this stuff. That is a good kind of, well, the, well, I'll the, give you guys that the one. The non-Christians don't <laughs> see it. Right. But still, the whole thing is, as we said, if we were in this world, Literally, we would be stubborn goat meme. Like, yeah. I don't give a fuck yeah. that you're hitting us with five asteroids and scorpions. Like, fuck you. Why fuck you do you. that? That's so stupid, God. Like, it's like, hey, like, because again, and I feel like I've said this, like, already on the show, but whatever. Like, it boils down to me. It's like, okay, God, you made us. And then you're like, okay, you've got to figure out my puzzle. Like, or you will burn in flames forever. And mm-hmm. I made you the way you are. Uh, and I decided to not show you things in a specific way. Good luck. Like, well, you seem like an asshole. You seem like an asshole, and uh, uh, it seems like you're testing me, and I don't care for it. How about you 
speak to my neurodivergent ass and yeah. tell me what you want. Have use your words, God. God. And not the Bible. Also, yeah, I'll, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that you said not the Bible because I was just about to say and not the Nicene Creed, no. which like the fuck these fucking weirdos being like, do this letter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways. Uh, yeah, we I, are arguing as if God is real right now, and that's am, fair I'm, for us. I am arguing against God. But Jennifer's face is red. I'm I'm triggered right now. I'm getting mad. <laughs> yeah, you're heated. I'm There's- hot. I am hot right now. Actually, um, another thing that really like absolutely blasted me off my ass was them using the phrase or the word churchianity. Did that ever come up as a thing around you? Well, I ask you this: Is I no, I've never heard that term before. I must have and. You know, 2005 or something. Yeah. But, uh, uh, or 2002. But, uh, is that better than Creaster? Well, Creaster's different. Yeah. Creaster is different. You're right. Creaster is the people who, Creaster is the people who just show up to church on Christmas and Easter. I've decided church and is good. Thank you. Well, cause that's, so what he's saying is like people who go to church but don't really believe in God. Even when I believed in God, I got church vibes from people in church. Mm, you know? Like you're just here cause it's, but that being said, the reverse of it is like, isn't church so good? It inspires. The exact same things that one would say of churchianity, maybe yeah. like community, but none of the other yeah. stuff, right? I don't know. It's um, it's weird. That, I mean, he Bruce is saying it because that's what he did, so we have to take it as fact, right? Yeah. The other thing that Bruce says in this little chunk that just again made me just lose it was the Bible says that the cross offends. If you were offended, I am doing my job. Go off. This is literally what every, like, right-wing evangelical Republican thinks. Yeah. Like, oh, are you offended, Snowflake? That means I'm doing my job. Like, no, yeah. it means you're annoying and everyone yeah. hates you. Yeah. That's a good justification of, like, how so many evangelical people think. Yeah. Because there's so many, like, off-ramps of, of like, self-policing. Yes. Of, like, well, if they feel bad, then that's good, actually. It, yeah. No, and, it's, and I think it's, like – both an excuse and also a way to make people get over their natural impulse to be like, this right. feels shitty to do this. Oh, it's that's like, a good point. Yeah. Oh, but you're supposed to be. Oh, you're, you're supposed uncomfortable? To be, yeah. Keep pushing. Exactly. Um, so after he kind of does this intro, Bruce dives into what the topic of the sermon is about, which is very metal. Hell yeah. The topic is the four horsemen of the Let's apocalypse. Go. Let's go. Uh, and he does the whole, like, all right, explain, like, over the next seven years, there's going to be three consecutive sets of judgments. We've talked with them a little bit, mm-hmm. but just a reminder, the first set are the seal judgments. There's mm-hmm. going to be seven seals in a scroll. Next set, seven trumpets. Final set, seven bowls. Okay, 21 separate oopsie whoopsies. Yes. But I, some of those are, like, very specific. Like, yeah. And they're yeah. not bad. It's like, whatever. Tim, can you read this chunk from Bruce's sermon here? I would love to. And then Bruce says, These judgments, I believe, are handed down for the purpose of shaking us loose from whatever shred of security we might have left. If the rapture didn't get your attention, the judgments will. Horrible as these judgments will be, I urge you to see them as final warnings from a loving God who is not willing that any should perish. The, again, this train of thought is so abusive. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like this is like it really is like an abusive spouse. Like yeah. I'm not I'm doing this because I love you. I'm hurting yeah. you because I love you. Like yeah. I'm doing it to to get the point across to you. That part's not super chill for sure. No, and I think that it, it <laughs> learn like growing up in a world where that is like a framework, mm-hmm. like that, like oh, the ultimate good God does this. 
kind of fucks up your sense of like what's okay yeah. to like have happened to you because you believe you deserve it exactly you know uh, they're just trying to do what's best for me, yada, yada, yada. So you, so you, it's like all the like normal impulses you feel like this is wrong or yeah. like, well, but they've explained it in this way. Yeah. So actually it's good that they're doing it. Um, and it just, I, it makes me really upset actually. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, well, faith without, well, faith can't exist if God does enough, but it's like, well. Right. Then it's like, well. But he's a lot of like beat your, beat your ass. Yeah, and still faith it's or just something. Like, like again, but I guess that's because that is internally consistent. Like, if you can have faith with an evil, punishing God, yeah. then maybe then you're well. Then it will allow you to, um, you know, be under a like shitty, abusive like pastor, or, which like, is helpful. Shitty, abusive parent should mm-hmm. abusive spouse like it just it it's it's really fucked up yeah. and it like sh- like it does this thing of like equating punishment and violence with love mm-hmm. that i just i think that so many people are fucked up from that yeah yeah and this is the 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 final showdown of the bible right yeah. so there's so much of the climax of this quote unquote story of existence that anything in here is so chock full of meaning yeah. that how can you not take super, super, super importance from everything within it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's crazy. But, uh, but Bruce goes on to, uh, the, the sealed judgments, which again will last for 21 months. Uh, I like how he teases, good storyteller. Yeah. Teases the other judgments. He's like, I'm just going to get in yeah. to the first four, but actually, I'm just going to get in the first one. Yeah. It's like, everything's so bad. I couldn't possibly get into all of it on yeah. this Sunday. I have, I, I could talk about this motherfucker for so long. And like, this is a reminder. This is all technically Buck's section where this is happening. Mm-hmm. So Buck is like absorbing all this. So this sections. is kind of what I was talking about before of like, we still are only going to have two to three main characters. But here comes tier two and tier three characters yeah. that are going to say and do all these things. And, and, and you know, it's kind of going to play with the rules right. of, like, first and third person. But but while Buck is, like, listening to this sermon, the, the thought that occurs to him is that, like, damn, the only other person that is, like, as equally charismatic as Bruce is Nikolai Carpathia, the Antichrist. But he, why but he, a wild, a wild yeah, phrase. But he does like in his mind be like, but, but it's totally different because yeah. like Carpathia is like very like studied and like practiced mm-hmm. and it's like not genuine versus Bruce is up there looking like shit, sweating, right. like obviously and, it's coming from the heart. Right. And, and, and hilariously, we don't know it at the time as we're reading it, but <laughs> next chapter, Bruce literally says, hey, I'm not the Antichrist, but who knows? Yes, yes. Oh, my God. Again, like, Bruce, like, dude, have you, like, ever taken, like, a public speaking class? Like, Like, anything? Um, That's the number one rule. Don't say you're the Antichrist. Don't. Just, like, don't say that. So we come back over to Rayford and, like, Rayford and everyone in there is just going absolutely bugfuck over this this sermon. They love it. They Mm -hmm. love learning about the four horsemen. Um. Rayford also, in while this is happening, is thinking about how Bruce told him that this doctrine of the end times is super old. Which, dear listeners, if you've listened to our episode of Dispensationalism, you'll know is not true. Yeah. Like, and they literally just, like, lie about it. Like, and I don't know if it's, like, a liar if they just think well, it has bad. Because I thought it was old, but it's not. Well, yeah, right. And, and they are explicitly saying, like, the interpretation of it. But, like, one on their, you know... 
huffing the Kool-Aid side of things could think, well, sure, this guy said it in the 1800s, but he, you know, divined it or whatever from – this happened in the year 38, right? So, yeah. but it's, but it's like, it's so dumb. Like this one, this felt so much true. like, <laughs> like, oh, you think this is just us make? No, it's old as hell. Rayford said it. Yeah. No, like, it, it's that, like, whatever the, like, logical fallacy, like, appeal to, to, like, authority or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, the Bible's been saying it's like, well, number one, it literally hasn't. Uh, number two, the Bible's written by dudes. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and who cares? They change it sometimes. Um, there's another part. Where Rayford's thinking, again, I'm just going to read this because this is also, like, very indicative of evangelical viewpoint. But those who had relegated this kind of teaching to the literalists, the fundamentalists, the closed-minded evangelicals, had been left behind. All of a sudden, it was all right to take scripture at its word. And this gets me to my conclusion that left behind is an evangelical revenge fantasy no that that is absolutely true for 110 percent like it's really them like ha you idiots this is what happens to you looks like actually the fundamentalists that you see are stupid and don't know history or right yeah and have tax shelters in the cayman islands and (laughs) you know we're on epstein's airplane and probably like uh touching like 13 year old girls yeah yeah. I mean, like, literally. Like, honestly, like, this is, like, just a side thing of, like, unfortunately, we're in 2023 in a world where uh, there's a huge, like, right-wing, like, freak-out whipped up about trans people and about drag queens. And it's like, motherfucker, have you seen how many youth pastors are constantly right. getting arrested for assaulting children? How many yeah. pastors? How many yeah. teachers? Like, deal the, with your they, shit. The like, evangelical right wants us to focus on the Catholic uh, side of things, which is very bad. The Catholics don't want us to focus on that. They don't and, want us. And they want to. We should focus on that also. We should say, guys. Yikes. That's also very. That bad. being said, there's just as much reason to believe that your standard end of the road Baptist church has done it as much, if not more. I think the only reason that maybe evangelicals have done it less is they have less of a like system right. than the Catholics do. Like, they they don't all, like, feed up to the same, like, Right. And, and I will say, like, a guy that's in charge of 40% of America and uh, for the Catholics being like, just just move this rapist to another Yeah, that's town. very that bad. That is worse. That's I will say that. That's very bad. But, <laughs> but, but, like, if you look up, like, the Southern Baptist Convention has had a whole, like, thing about right. rampant, like, sexual abuse happening in the church. So, like, don't think it wasn't happening in there. Either. And I know uh, uh, Dan Savage isn't as consistent as we would love, but, like, right. his thing that said, like, if, um, fuck, what is it? If, uh, if, uh, circuses, uh, touch kids as much as church do, then their church, churches would be, or circuses would immediately be illegal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, they're just like, whoopsie, we just like have to like get over the fact that like a certain percentage of children will be touched. <laughs> but, but Jennifer, that's just humanity, baby. Oh my God. No, it's, it's horrible. It gives me a stomach ache. I cannot believe I was a, 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 a part of this and I try to make other people become a part of this. And yeah. We were, hey. we were like literally children though. Yeah. We were trying that. I mean, and like we say. Because <laughs> were we ever like really like proselytizing like once we became like no. adults? We've never done that. And weird. <laughs> the second that I, my brain advanced, I was like, this doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's dark. And, and, uh, not great, but 
Again, I, I I think we have to balance our own personal therapy zone on all yeah, this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you gonna do? No, I'm a hater. I, I'll I'll fully admit it. I'm a hater. So um, on that note, yeah. Chapter four. <laughs> yeah, baby. Uh, Bruce is still fucking doing his sermon. Like, wh- literally, why do they cut the chapters like this? It I think it's because they have to go to no bed. You know, sense. like, what if you have to go to bed right now? They like want to leave a like convenient picking up point right which is but don't you want it to be like wrapped up at the end of the chapter you 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 don't want to leave a convenient end point yeah. you want people to be gagging like oh my god what is bruce next... saying his sermon right. i gotta get back to reading but again. they don't really do that they do kind no. of a, like like they don't do anything it's just like and it's still happening yeah get stephanie <laughs> meyer get whoever wrote yeah, uh, uh, hunger games yeah i forget her name already yeah um something yeah something. yeah get she's... those two authors in there and let's punch this shit up when i was reading the hunger games i did legit like would make myself stop in the middle of a chapter like if i was reading before bed so that mm-hmm. i would not get to the end of the chapter and be like well i gotta keep now. Yeah, no, they, they, they do that to trick They you. did a great cliffhanger. We're back with Buck's point of view, and he has this thought that his heart is on a precipice. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I don't I know. Don't, I don't know what that means, but cool. Um, Bruce, I, th- I think we're supposed to take that as like a beautiful sentence. Yeah, I think so But too. it's completely empty because. But it's on the precipice of what? Of what? Like, we know you're a what? Christian, you weirdo. Like, yeah, you're better to become a mega Christian. Right. Like turbo Christian. You've already like. Your whole thing is you're about to go lie to the fucking Antichrist. <laughs> exactly. Like, <laughs> what? I mean, that's a, you know what? In his defense, actually, that is a precipice. And I guess... Yeah, and that he might die. And I think... <laughs> he might get killed. I, I think we're taking precipice in the, the like, very uh, uh, different way, which is, like, you go left, you go right, which yeah, I think a precipice yeah. is really just a cliff. You're right. Like, you're about to fall He's over He's about to fall something. over, so... Yeah. Yet um, again, we come back and we agree. Left behind is perfect. Yeah. Bruce is a thing here where he's like, okay, the four horsemen aren't supposed to be to convey specific, like, individuals. And I'm like, why, though? So this, this, <laughs> Why do you say that? This part is such word soup that feels like it's doing quadruple duty. Mm-hmm. And again, this, like, this is happening every 17 words of, of these books is so much of you feel the author's pen stroke. Yes. And you can tell what they're trying to do. And they are trying to kind of pen... Um, a codified, I don't know, theology, theology, like, right? Yeah, like like a non, a, a fictional nonfiction of what, like, in case of emergency, read this. This is an idea, a fun version of it, or whatever. But this is where I just think it's so interesting that they like evangelicals, literalists, fundamentalists, whatever, claim that they're like, oh, like our view of the Bible is very black and white. And it's like, right? It's not. It's not but, though, because but like, you're not. Ta- why are you not taking this part literally? But in this part, Bruce goes back and forth. Yes, and it doesn't make any fucking sense because he's like. Horseman one is the Antichrist. Right, so that but, was personal. But it's he like individual. He, right, and he kinda goes back and says that. But he's also like, it's not him. It's him and his people. So it's like, why did you say this? Right. Because you could just say the horse and the horseman. And it also got to the extent of like, is the horse important in this I, I, at all? Yeah, like, is there like a man and the man does his thing? But like, and the so horse it's like, else. he starts with it so. There's a page there, I don't know. Right. It's so clear he's saying that the first horseman is the Antichrist. Yes. But the th- next three are not a They're guy. Like the concept of of sickness, right? The and, concept of famine, and then he follows it up with that the next, you know, that that the first guy isn't a guy either, but he is a guy. Yeah, and you yeah. can tell he's a guy, and he was a guy 
uh, because he has a crown. It's so confusing and weird. So let me, and you can tell what they're doing. They're yeah. trying to convince you. Yes, they are. So so let me, like, this is going to, like, be out in left field for a second, but it's going to come back. Let's hear it. So, Tim, we watched a, a show, a wonderful show called Nirvana and Fire. Love that show. And a thing that happens a lot in that show, it's a Chinese drama. It's really, really good. You should definitely watch Check it. it it's like, what if Game of Thrones was in ancient China and, like, actually better? Yeah, and you have to take... The, once you get through the like um, the, the the genre, right, right, yeah, there's definitely some genre stuff. But but anyway, so like a whole, you know, there's like a king, there's like an emperor, and there's many people vying there's a yeti. for. There's there is a yeti in it later on. But the way in that show that people would like go argue things to the emperor, yeah, and you could just see like they would just be twisting like their argument like any which way. Like watching that made me be like. Oh, damn, you could just argue anything. You could say anything. You could say sure. anything. And then connect that back to, I see this constantly in, like, the QAnon sphere of, yeah. like, you, you st- if you start from your conclusion, yep. you can make yourself an argument for yep. it. And that's what's happening here, is that and they're starting... And then after the fact, you cherry pick. Exactly, like, exactly. And, and they, now they're writing a fiction. But they're trying they're, to act like they're not doing that. Yeah. But they very clearly are because they're not consistent in their right. logic. And let me just say again that, like... He does go back and say that, like, he kind of includes the whole apparatus yes. of this New World Order. So that does still kind of go against his whole argument of, like, yes. one thing's a guy, but the other three aren't. Like, why is this here? Why, why would you not just say the whole thing is, like, none the of this is guy or whatever? Yeah, like, the Antichrist are, is the fucking crown. And as, I, and as I think I, I – maybe in the dispensation, one of the other episodes, like – the interpretation of who the white horse represents has changed through time because there there were were time periods where people thought it um, represented Jesus, <laughs> which is literally the opposite of the Antichrist, if you ask me. So That's like, my opinion. So actually, at, like acting like this is just like a decided like this is the interpretation of this is like insane, especially well, in a, we've in, known it for so long, apparently. But like in a world where they're like we take things literally, uh, but not. Not this. And that's why they always have the little yep. escape hatches. Like, we take it literally, unless it's obvious it shouldn't be. Like, right. well, who decides that? Who decides where it sh- is not obvious? And that? we went off on this in the uh, most recent Dear Internet, but, like, they – there's two – I didn't even know this till my late teens, early 20s. There's two fucking creation stories, yes. and they're different. They're different. And then once they get done with the creation stories – there is a story about how angels are raping yeah. women and creating a race of giants. And there's two uh, Noah's Ark stories. Yeah. Different, different amounts of animals. That part fucks me up more than yeah, the creation like, part. Yeah, because like, okay, these ones are two by two, but these ones are like, okay, this kind of animal, you need to bring like seven kinds of that. But in, in the in the creation is just kind of like, that has a different vibe. It's just like. Well, because one's so, like, like very vague right. and like one's more specific. One is telling a story of a guy yeah. versus like in the beginning, but got this. Right, right. So, like, the universe was this and blah, blah, blah. So like. Literally, and I've said this before, like, I, my teachers, some, one, some of my teachers were on the History Channel being like, well, of course everything in the Bible is literal. Oh it's like, I mean, I have decided the Nephilim are real. And well, that what is, are you, how are you going to defend yourself? That's having a moment on Twitter, apparently, yeah. that the Nephilim are coming to The Nephilim of, of Kandahar, just Google it. Google, yeah, just, it, it I can't, it, I, for, I was going to look that up yesterday and then I forgot. So I'll have to go dig, uh, you know, yeah. get really twisted tonight and go deep into the Twitter minds. Just, just think about it, like, it's gonna happen. The Nephilim will rise up. What are you gonna do? They're twenty feet tall. Yeah. Bullets barely work I mean, against them. I think you just gotta like roll over, show him your belly, and be like, "Can I be your little your I, little servant? Can I, I would be, be your a, little a, jester, a toady slash butt boy for a Nephilim?" Yeah. I mean, as 
have said like if like robots take over, if the Vulcans take over, I'm immediately going to be like, I will serve you. Yeah. Like I'm cool with this. Um, those are the main ones. I'm Nephilim. I'm a little scared of. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't trust the Nephilim. And no. I, but I. Don't. But the robots, I'd be like, you'll be fair with me. Probably. They're cold logic. You can't yeah, trust Yeah, I, I like – I know what I'm working with. No, I, you can't trust – you don't – well, you actually might know what you're working yeah, exactly. with. But I, I don't. That, that's why I trust the robots <laughs> and the Vulcans. <laughs> so anyway, I feel like we kind of off track there. But um, – We're usually so on point. Yeah, exactly. We shouldn't lash ourselves for going on track when they literally break the fourth wall and are, are prophesizing to yeah, us. Yeah, they're doing weird shit. Um, we cut over to Rayford again, again, still experiencing Bruce's sermon. Mm-hmm. This part was really interesting to me too. He, he has a thought, um, he's thinking about how much he knows now about end times lore. And he thinks, it seemed he was becoming an instant expert and he could not recall having ever picked up on a subject so quickly. Mm. This is like big QAnon vibes yeah. to me. Like suddenly my, the veil has been lifted and I know everything. Yeah, that's a great point. And something I hadn't really thought about until just now is I think there is an implication that the tribulation force slash the chunk of people they interact with learn yeah. faster yes. because of God. Because of God and because – well, I know like I think too because they're very motivated too. They're like – But that's not spiritual. Like yeah. I'm, I'm talking about the spiritual side of things. It's yeah, like, right. God is like allowing them to absorb more He is well. opening the, the, the eight gates so to speak they're, like, they're, yeah. like my guy does when he fights Kisame. Yeah, right? they're opening the, their third eye in their yeah. brain and it's depositing Bible verses straight but into it. kind of like Jennifer said, they're not saying that. They're saying, isn't that interesting that I'm learning like, this so wow. fast? It's almost so like it could they be, don't it could realize be, what's going on, but the right. implication is there, I but think. But they can have their cake and eat it too by yes. saying, oh, they are now so interested in it that they're learning faster. Or maybe it's magic or maybe it's not. But they're not actually saying it's magic. Yes. I think later they might imply it is yeah. or whatever. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Um, so yeah, then Bruce goes into more detail on the Antichrist, but he does stop himself before straight up saying, like, he does not want to say, I yeah. think it's, I think the Antichrist is Nikolai Carpathia. Yeah, and, and Ray and Buck or whoever the fuck is like, that's interesting. What to say? It was like, no, that makes more sense that it, it would be much more dangerous yeah. to be like, hey, the leader of the planet is, is the Antichrist. Yeah, and this is where, this is where Bruce gets into the like, hey, like, here's how you can know I'm not that. Cause he talks about like, well, we'll get to a point where you, you might start suspecting like every leader mm-hmm. of being the Antichrist. But here's how you can know that I'm not one. Uh, which is that he does not have a warm, fuzzy message for the yeah. congregation. Tim, can you please read how Bruce wraps up his sermon? So after 15 hours of pure, 
uh, 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 bleak shit, he says, Our only hope is in Christ, and even in him, we will likely suffer. See you next week. <laughs> and they're like, that's it. That's the end of the story. And they're like, usually we do I, some other uh, shit, and, but like, you just imagine goes, all right, that's it. Bye. Done. Goodbye. Bye. He's like, leaves. <laughs> and, and, and then like, people like immediately like swarm him to like yeah. ask questions because everyone again is just absolutely losing it. Yeah. And I do sermon. love that they're like, you don't mean Nikolai, right? He's the best. It's like, I not say, well, oh my think God, about it. That part- think about it. I'm sorry, how fucking stupid are people? They're like, but he seems like such a nice guy. And like, did Bruce not just say right. that he would seem like a nice guy? What the fuck's wrong with you? He's a lamb disguised, He's- or a lion disguised as a lamb. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, my eyes were all in my head. But, you know, they have to do that shit, right? They have yeah, to be they like, gotta be dummies. Yeah. And also, you know, you ever, like, hear, like, a man on the street interview? People are dumb as hell, actually. People, <laughs> I thought about that today of, like, people on Facebook and next door, and they just say what I assume is made by bots or people who have never seen the English language before, yeah. but turns out they own like a huge, like, I don't know, like, poster making business. Yeah. Like they own like the local, like wood, like timber right. place they or made, whatever. They made, they own a junkyard. They owed not, they made $900,000 last yeah, month and yeah. like occasionally teach like as a, like a, a once a week at a college as an entrepreneur. And then, you want to jump off a bridge. But, you know, yeah. hey, you know what? Everything's fiction if you think about it. So while the, the, the congregation is, like, milling about here after the sermon is done. Yeah, because no one really wants to leave. It it, it, it kind of painted a very chaotic picture to me, and I was just laughing. This is, like, what it's like when a live podcast gets done and then everyone hangs around to talk to the host. Speak on that. Speak on that. <laughs> I've done it. I, I'm, because, I'm talking from me doing it at a live podcast. Because no other, like, performer is like, now give me attention. I'm going to stand here. Yeah, exactly. But podcasters, <laughs> I love it. Because usually preachers, what they do is they go out to the back. Yeah, and everyone walks through and they shake hands. And, and then they, they oh, try to, like, you, get pastor. your money and shit. Right. Put a, put a, put a few dollars in the collection plate. Mm-hmm. Um, Try to get that nut. While... While everyone's milling around and being like, oh my god, is carpet is not really the Antichrist, right? Uh, Buck is like, hey, Chloe, you want to see my apartment tomorrow? And she's like, eh, maybe. Maybe. I feel like it. Maybe I if I'm over there. Maybe my, 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 my pussy feels like it. I don't yeah, know. I do like that he, at the beginning of the sermon, he's like, hey, the reason why I called you was, as the that, Yeah, I didn't, even, I didn't include that. I, that was, honestly, that, that was good. That, Poor Buck. That was funny. I don't know. I don't really have any takeaway from the bucking Chloe stuff because there's no, no point boring. in it. It's I don't fucking care. It's boring. It's annoying. Like there are points that we could use our energy on and be like, oh, it's interesting to say this, but no. we're gonna say this every four episodes yeah. until we finish the show. You know, yeah. Well, there's no point to it. Okay, listen. Like, if you have a choice of talking about the the like. Phone like romantic phone tag of Buck and Chloe or the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Yeah. I think you well, know what let, my choice is. Let's kind make. of like a uh, uh, roll back a kissy and outline a little bit of it. We we said it, but like so the first horseman is the white horse. Yes, and the and we kind of talked about how they go back and forth where it's it's both the Antichrist. And the Antichrist ascent to power. Yes. And then I kind of even got confused because uh, is it the the battle that follows up or is that Horseman Two? I'm actually like um, I don't. I've completely. I guess if I Google the Four Horsemen, for I'll get the yeah, answer in two seconds. Don't, but don't, but, but yeah, like we're gonna get there. We're yeah. gonna get there. We don't need to figure that out right. But now. it's basically like. He lines up all this stuff, basically doesn't touch on a lot of it, but goes for 14 hours, apparently. And, uh, uh, this- is it, I feel like it's implied that 
that he went for at least like three hours. Yeah, exactly. Because I was like, I'm fucking hungry. I'm, yeah, like, yeah. But also, I love this butt. Yeah. And he points out how uh, consecutive uh, judgments and, and uh, whether it's bowl number three, trumpet <laughs> number four, one third of the population will die. And that's the, that stuff is sick as hell. Yeah. Um, and that basically something is coming up. Yeah. Based off of the uh, – what's the word? Peacification of the first horsemen somehow. Uh, I don't know how they get to that point from the Bible. No, wait, wait. What do you mean by peacification? Meaning that he disarms everyone oh, that takes disarms, the guns. Oh, he disarms – yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Got and it, okay. and I don't know why they think that is such a, a thing. It, Bruce doesn't spend a lot of time on it, but the fact that it is like we know that's happening in, 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 in the book. Yeah. But all I would say is like they're very heavily implying – that something bad is going to happen. And if you take, you know, just one or two chapters before, because uh, Bruce said last last episode of Tribulation Farce <laughs> that I don't see America. <laughs> Being at, like, yeah, having a big part in this. Right. Which, is which like, again, what? very stupid because America didn't exist this time. So what are you going to do? Yeah. It, uh, I think it's really interesting, but I think unfortunately it's so confusingly displayed that we'll have to wait till the next time they bring it up yeah no i I mean they're obviously gonna get into this like a lot more but all you need to know is like yeah i got everybody really worked out um so after church rafer goes up to chat with bug and wouldn't you know it rafer is also feeling really bad about the whole hattie situation that was so interesting to me it was so funny because like it's almost like the lord put it on their hearts or it's like the same guy is reading about it and he needs his plot point yeah yeah and um guys again we get another misogynistic, like, little comment. Weird. Uh, where they're ta- Buck and Rayford are talking about her back and forth, and Buck says, like Bruce says, I don't think he hired her for her brain. And Rayford nodded. Like, sweet tits. Man, f- seriously, fuck both of you. Yeah. Like, man, you did this to this woman, and now you're talking about how stupid she is. Could it be possible, dear listener, that Hattie is also full of. Magical charisma, the I same way so. that that freaking uh, Buck is. You know, again, let's remember that Rayford is literally interviewed in Buck's uber mensch story yeah. about the tribulation or, yes. or about the rapture because he's a pilot. So they're already like jacking Rayford off, yeah, uh, uh, both subtly and not so subtly. And here we are, like. <sighs> Is it just because she's hot? Is it just because she's a she? Is it because she's in a service industry? Uh, uh, I think the answer is yes to all of them. It's cause, I think it's because she's a non-Christian woman. And they're like, she's yeah. stupid and a slut. It, I, you know what? I'll just do you one better. So as a woman, because Chloe's looking pretty bad now too. Yeah, but she doesn't. She's not a slut though, and she's, she's not. not and she's slut. not stupid. She she's not being silly right now. She's being. That's actually a good she's point. She's being very shallow. Yes. But she's not stupid and slutty. Write an essay on... Because she's actually... She's, like, not giving Buck attention. Yeah. And that's mm. valid. Interesting. Interesting. Versus Hattie's, again, a huge slut. Yeah. But again, they like we said uh, uh, last season, they accidentally wrote Hattie perfectly whenever she actually spoke. Yeah. Where she's like, you guys are idiots. Yeah. No, she's right. And mean. Yeah. Um. So... Rayford and Buck are talking, and Rayford's like, yeah, like, probably can't really try to proselytize to her anymore. I don't think it's going to get through. And they're like, well, maybe we could get Chloe to talk to her. These two ladies, you know. Yeah. And then, but, but I mean, you know, because Chloe was, like, nice to her, and they had, like, a pretty good rapport. They do have a they, went, they went shopping, you know, they were, yeah. like, chill. 
Um, it, it does make sense. And then, like, as they're talking to you, Rayford is like, man, it'd be so weird if Chloe and Buck started dating. That just meant the Antichrist. <laughs> this, is the, that, this is the part where that happens. Yeah. I, I, I love that part because it's like, again, I, I say shit like this all the time. It's like, isn't it weird the TV program you're watching features the characters of the TV show? Yeah. As if <laughs> – All these, like, important things right, are happening to them. Right. As if one writes a TV show that is just focusing on the facts and then a guy randoms – no, that's not how it works. You focus on characters, babe. Yeah. You yeah. make it up afterwards. So, yeah, Chloe's still being kind of weird about Buck and – So annoying. Yeah. So they don't, like, try to get lunch or anything with each other. Buck is Chinese takeout on his way back to his new apartment. Ring the we know what they're eating bell. Yeah, like, I don't again. I don't know why I said like. I mean that's not that made me hungry. It didn't make me want a Chinese takeout. Um, so he goes to pick up his phone to give Chloe a call. Ooh. But when he picks the phone up, it's like you have one new message. And this confused me, but they do do the work throughout this like chunk yeah. to explain it but like uh, this is fucked they they play the ew 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 yeah. noise before you the reader can understand it or maybe that's just me so here's the thing buck previously was calling into his other voicemail or whatever yeah and you do have to kind of remember this is 1996 or whatever um so like, shit worked different then so, yeah you his, had to like call into your voice right and his previous voicemail was being forwarded or something like that this is his current uh, super unlisted line in Chicago. Yeah. So. So what the fuck? What the fuck? How do you get this? How do you get this? Um, But it, yeah, and the person who's left a message for him once again is Steve Plank. And he's oh. like, listen, bitch, final <laughs> offer. Okay? You better show up. Get your ass to O'Hare. First thing tomorrow morning, there's a first-class plane ticket waiting for you, and then there will be a limo waiting for you in New York City to take you straight to Nikolai Carpathia. Don't d- – d- you got to do this. Bye. Yeah. I like that they're <laughs> like uh, – Steve said, if – I'm not going to hear from you again, so I assume you'll go. But then yeah, kept saying, yeah. like, he's going to call. He's going to call again. That bitch going to call. Yeah. So that's a little unsettling. What the hell? That's a pretty yeah. way to deal with that. They are are pushing the plot forward in a way that I do appreciate. It's like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, finally we're getting some shit happening. Mm-hmm. And finally we're almost about to see Nick like Arpavia. I miss his ass. I miss him. Um, we get another little cut and Chloe, we, we see Chloe trying to call Hattie and the number's been disconnected. Uh-oh. So she is not living there anymore. There's so much weird phone stuff. There's a like, lot of back and forth phone shit happening, which again, like this would just not happen in, yeah, I don't in know how you times. Would, <laughs> it, like, just re- it was like annoying in the past to get yeah, in touch with people. Exactly. You just like couldn't. Maybe so, think about like the past past and it was like, well, I'm going to send you a letter and like maybe in a month you'll get it. Dude, all the fantasy books that I read, they're like, I sent a letter and it somehow got there before me. I'm like... Just go with the letter. Go with guy. the letter. Like, yeah. Like, you're what? You're going to give it to a pigeon and just get like, out of here. They get there? Yeah. Okay. Because, like, we know from, we know from Game of Thrones that they had to just like send the same message with like 15 pigeons. Like, to, <laughs> like, well, hopefully one of these will make it there. I think sometimes like books are just like, shut up. Some guy just is like, so fast. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, and this like, or, or how we deal with it in our D&D campaign is like, um, is we have a sending stone. It's mm-hmm. not a cell phone. It's different. It's definitely not a cell it's phone. It's different. Or we, we, we have these like teleportation circles that mm-hmm. are definitely not our way to get around like <laughs> needing to fly somewhere. 
<laughs> um, so yeah, so, so he gets the message and he's like, I, I, I need to go talk to Bruce about what the fuck I gotta do. Which is so funny because the, cha- the previous chapter starts with him being like, what do I do? And Bruce, Bruce is like, I don't fucking know. Right. So, but Buck's still like, well, I don't have any, cause he doesn't want to say anything to Rayford and Chloe about this. Cause situation. he doesn't want them to freak out. Which I thought, out. I thought that was interesting. No, that made sense to me. So it's Which like. Is like you guys are the tribulation force. Yeah, baby. you should be able to trust. And, and like and Bruce is even like brings up like I don't like this. This is not how I envisioned this working. This part I do like secret. with Bruce. Like pre- previously he was a prick, and now he's kind of a prick. But like it makes sense. But I think Bruce is just direct. Yes, I'm and- gonna I, again. I, as I said, I'm <laughs> gonna start. Standing. I'm gonna start d- defending Bruce and standing. Sure, him. sure. I need someone to stand. Everyone's sure, annoying. Sure, and I haven't been able to see uh, Nikolai Carpathia or Hattie. I like, them. so I, I gotta, I gotta like latch onto somebody. Yeah, that's fair. And the weird that cool pilot guy is not around. Yeah, like, all the cool side characters are not here. Yeah, I hope that pilot shows back up. Me I think too. I googled it. And I even think I was wrong. Ma- even Marge, I, I would like to see Marge again. Like anyone, anyone I, but these jokers. I was like, who is she talking about? And then I remember who Marge was in my heart hurt i feel like yeah. we can't get another she's in new york i know i miss her i miss her so but much we'll probably still get to hear from her every now and then because she'll call buck so buck Hatch is like hey bruce want to come see my house and this is so weird how often they use to see my house house and then they're like okay so we're gonna immediately leave and go to the, that being said the pizza place <laughs> i will say this whenever I, I i even kind of like laughed at myself whenever we have a guest over like let me show you my entire house no but we actually but then i'm like Whenever I visit someone, they don't do that. <laughs> well, but okay, to be fair to us, we've gotten a new house and we've had many friends come visit right. for the first time and we're like, look at our house. That is true. Like, if we were visiting someone who had moved recently into a place, I mm-hmm. think we would get a tour. That is true. Um, I think that's pretty normal to do much It friends. is, but it kind of made me laugh if we invited yeah. a neighbor over and okay, like- Okay, here's our house. Yeah, like, we would do it They didn't do it to us. Yeah, yeah. Rude. Um, so, yes, they, they, they settle down in a booth in the pizzeria. They need to, to get pizza. To talk this through, which did just make me want pizza really bad. Um, and he, yeah, Buck doesn't, like I said, Buck doesn't want Rafer and Chloe knowing about it, which Bruce is not super thrilled about. Right. Um, but now Bruce has gotten to the point where it's like, well, it's obviously a bad idea to go see Carpathia, but it's actually a worse idea to yes. not deal with it. Like, you, you're going to have to deal with it. And I do think that is, like, the justification for Buck going and Buck not telling them is, like, I think it sets a bit of a stake. And I'm kind of surprised they don't lean into more, meaning Buck could die here. Yeah. Well, I think they know where their bread is buttered, and they're like, well, we can't even imply he's going to die. Like, obviously, he's our guy. They want to give the the reader a little titillation without actually doing it. Um, Another just absolutely baffling character choice that happens is that Buck (laughs) does not tell Chloe, like, hey, FYI, don't come by tomorrow because I have to go to New York. And he's like, well, I wouldn't be able to explain it without telling you. Like, yes, you can. Just be like, oh, they needed me back in New York for work. Done. I decided. Are people bad at lying? It's pretty easy to just lie. Like just, just make up, a, just make up a story. Come on. They're not allowed to. He's going for work though. Like it's not even a lie. They do kind of lean into that and are like, "Hey man, it's technically not true, not untrue that he's doing X Y Z." Exactly. So they're like fine with that like weird gray like well, technical line. That's why I thought this part was annoying and why it makes the rest of it annoying is because since they have so much annoying. Phone tag. Yeah, he can't say don't just show up at my house tomorrow. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Right, right. So he, I wasted, eat. which I assume means that Chloe's for sure gonna show up and be like, "What? Well, he's not even here. I yeah. get to see him." And it feels anachronistic to us because she's gonna fucking show up at someone's house. Like that's weird. <laughs> don't don't do that. You invited me to your house, so I'm not gonna call or text. Gonna I'm just show gonna show up. up. 
like a psycho. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So Buck does decide, like, okay, I'm going to show up to right. O'Hare. Because again, said it. I got to do it. The book like, said it. The book keeps pushing him on a, a different precipice. This is what he has to do. Yeah. It's the best choice. Really and it just is the best yeah. choice. So he shows up to O'Hare. Gets a, a fancy ass first class ticket under a fake name. Fake name, McGillicuddy. Which again, this is extremely pre 9 11 that you could do all this. Just mm-hmm. like, like, do you not understand? I damn, like, what's up? Fork? You just get a ticket? Yeah. You just like go back there? You know, I, we, I never flew before 9 11. Like, my first uh, flight was um, after my freshman year of college because uh, I lived in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> we, my family didn't go on trips. I didn't fly before 9 11 either. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I vaguely remember my mom like went on a work trip one time and I like I was like little, little. So I, I don't know if this is like a real memory or just like they told me about mm-hmm. this. But I, we went to like greet her at the gate. Like that was so. Oh, thing. I do that all the time. I mean, you know. I, that was a, I was so little that I don't mm-hmm. really remember it. So I, I remember uh, my mom was like. My dad was out of town for a business thing or yeah. something. I don't remember. Um, promise keepers. Promise keepers. <laughs> and, uh, my mom was like, Hey, cause my dad was supposed to come back, let's say on Thursday and it's Tuesday. Yeah. So I was like, I just like going to the airport. And uh, I was like, what the, my mom's quirky. Yeah. And even at the time when I was like 12 or 13, I was like, my mom quirky. And I'm like, what the fuck? You're crazy. Uh, and this again, pre nine 11 and. That being said, Tampa Airport does have some sick ass shops. Um, <laughs> they do. It's like a little mall there. Yeah, uh, and and it does kind of make me laugh even to this day how I did not expect at all that my dad was coming home soon. Oh right, yeah. And so he just walks out the gate like, right what? there. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, but uh, different time. <laughs> so yeah, so so. Buckets on the plane. He gets extremely five star treatment on yes. the plane. They're like it's crazy. This is the the what was the the um the champagne Don there? Perignon. Yeah, Don Perignon. And like he's like no, it's like five a like it's like is, seven a.m. I don't want. Is this. Don Perignon nice or is that just what everyone says is nice? I don't know. I can't keep. Yeah, trying. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. But like champagne. the thing is that he has this not just five star treatment but like weird five star. Like that everyone's like noticing like how much they're like doting on him right on the so plane. like he walks up and basically checks in and like do you want to get on the airplane i was like sure okay I'm like no but you want to get on it now like, like a full no. 40 minutes before the troops get on which like number one like not really like <laughs> i i, I don't want to really be squ- I, mean, I guess if you're in first class it's different right but they're like i want to give you tasty treats like we're trying to give you a full bottle of dom perignon before the right. slide takes off and he's like oh no thank you it is weird <laughs> that nikolai was like do you want to drink an entire bottle of champagne on what a two three hour flight yeah and also again in the morning in the morning <laughs> like not even like mimosas it's just 8 30 like, straight up champagne i mean nikolai rocks i mean yeah he he, he knows how to have a good time obviously well, actually i think they do lean into nikolai's all about indulgence he is yeah which is why it's cool mm-hmm. and why everyone else sucks mm-hmm. so not only does he get the five-star treatment on the plane he also gets picked up by a fucking limo and like he doesn't have to wait like at all for the person to like find it, him. it's very funny how they like make this sound like a big deal it's like a guy just shows up like mm, I mean, right with me, sir, without holding a little sign, a little placard. Yeah, yeah. And then he gets in the limo, and there's just a guy there. There's a guy in there. <laughs> and he's like, uh. Hey, what's up, guy? He's like, and the guy's like, no talking. And he's like, well, I'm going to talk to the driver. And the driver won't talk to him. And either. he has the plexiglass, <laughs> and he's like, all right. So, yeah, so Buck is, this is where Buck does, like, this. I have to, like, give the book credit every now and then when it says a funny thing, which is that Buck has this thought. 
Besides the fact that he'd skip breakfast, he also liked the prospect of eating more than that of dying. <laughs> because he's like, I hope we're going to breakfast and not that, yeah, for me no, to get killed by that, Nikolai Carpathia. That part was really funny and I had to give it up because it's like he's waffling back and forth. He's, he's literally looking outside of the window in New yeah. York because he doesn't know where he's going. And he's like, fuck, are we going to the UN or are we going to get – yes, we're going to get food. Yes, we're breakfast. going to get food. <laughs> Pancakes. Um, fancy croissants. But yeah. more importantly, Jennifer – Rayford is taking his and, and you wrote it down wrong. What? Are, what is it? It's the seven seventy seven. <gasps> no, really? Yeah. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. I feel like I wrote straight from the notes. I mean, maybe I have a newer book. What if they updated it? Yo. Yo. Okay, we're gonna have to, guys. <laughs> we're gonna have to check it because I am like pretty sure it's a seven fifty seven. Uh, do you think it's worthwhile for? Yeah, because the I think I can, waste it. Yeah, because okay. I think I can find it really. Because the book. Right? It'll take me a second, but we can just you know. Where did I put the book? Bro, uh, <gasps> guys, our books are different. Holy fuck! Wait, is that the exact same? Sentence? Yes. Huh. Well, let me. Okay, I do. I can confirm that your. Chapter transitions are the same. Oh my god. It's different. It's different. I was like, I knew because I, because I, because when I, the reason I remembered it is because I hell? always think, oh, Boeing 747, that's like such a phrase. And it's like, oh, but this one's not that. It's a 757. Yeah. So Jennifer's notes. So or yeah. My book, they, they my are, book says something different. They are different. Rayford Steele sat in the cockpit of a Boeing 777. Jennifer's version is he sat in the cockpit. Of a seven fifty seven. So interesting. Why did they do that? Why did they change it? Because I do have the different version. You but. do, yeah. The, and I want to see the copyright, what year it is on this one. Because they do, they'll do updates on things sometimes. But you know? why would they do that? Yeah, copyright nineteen ninety six on this one. Can uh. you see what the copy, like the 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 like? Yeah, look at the copyright info. Two thousand seven. Okay, so they updated it. Weird. Why though? Why did they do that? Very strange. Like I don't, I don't get it. What's a, what's a? Seven? Well, that was. A fun, I'm actually really glad we did that because that's so funny and weird. <laughs> that it, no, indeed, our books are different for some reason. I'm very now. I'm like, where else is what? it different? What wanna, changes? I'm gonna Google seven seventy seven. What the fuck? Yeah, like what the fuck? Like that's because to me, like that sounds like a fake plane, but it probably is real. Is it a joke on seven seven seven? I don't. I don't. What does that mean? Mean though? Well, because like you know. Seven is the Lord's number. Oh, maybe. So, so Rayford is getting his tests that he can fly whichever vo- version of the Boeing is more recent than what he currently, what? 777 was built and operated by Cathay Pacific in 2011. What? So is it just a mistake? I don't know. Guys, guys, we have a mystery. If we have a mystery. If <laughs> what the hell? Um, I'm sorry to, to tear you away, but this is true. No, please keep going. This is true. The very last piece of this chapter, yeah. and I have to be done with this. Um, but yeah, Rayford he wraps up his test. Like he obviously aces it. He does a great job. Like takes off, lands, no problems at all. And like at the end, like he'd been kind of like trying to like joke a little bit with the examiner and he hadn't really like responded that much. And then at the end, he hands Rayford an envelope and Rayford's like, oh, are these my test results? And he's like, no, 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 you won't get this for a few weeks. And he picks up the envelope and it is on UN stationery. Let me read this one. Captain Steele, I assume you know the brand new Air Force One is a 777. It's a 757 in my notes. (laughs) Your friend, Hattie Durham. Sorry. 
Hattie, I guess Hattie's trying to lure him over to get him to become the pilot for. But wait, but, but is okay, Force no, one yes, for the president? Yes, yes. I, I had to read this. Like Arpathia, I had to second. read this three times because is she implying he's going to be the president as well as the head of the UN? So I think this is an easy solution. The authors are not super smart. They don't, or, know what, they don't really know what Air Force One is. Or they're like, eh, whatever, man. The point, the point, it's not worth overthinking. The point is, is that Hattie is asking Ray to be the pilot of Nikolai. And I know what you're saying. <laughs> the president of uh, Romania does not fly in Air Force One. No, the isn't head, that just America's president's it's plane? It's literally just America's plane. But, but, but that being said, like, the audience is American, so therefore. But then it made me think, like, well. It might be more this, different than that. But this whatever. is me, like, probably assuming, like, more thought behind this than I should. And I'm like, is she trying to be like, oh, I can get you in with the president via Maybe. Carpathia? Maybe. Maybe. I guess we'll find out. We'll, we'll no, see. You know what? And I think you're right. I think there is. But it's also very possible that it's, it's not that. That's it's so <laughs> out of the field. Any, any leader that has a plane is Air Force One. Right. And they have talked about the president. In, in, in just like tangential tertiary terms. Yeah, they talked, they talked about him because yeah. he's like, again, like kind of like Bill Clinton esque mm-hmm. is the vibe that mm-hmm. I, I get from him and he was not raptured. That's the main right. stuff we exactly. know about him. So, <laughs> America's weirdest ending sentence. For yeah, sure. really, really. And, oh, and the other thing in my book, the font was different for oh, that. Yeah. Like, I love when they do that when it's like, this is a letter, so it looks different. <laughs> oh, that was cool. I don't have that. You don't have that. Man, shit. Yeah, you had to do the 757 version for that. Seven. <laughs> well, friends, as we say, it's not the real Left Behind unless it says 757. That's right. That is so weird. I, I, it's hilarious. Didn't this happen before? There was something different in our books. But that, but, we, but usually my books is wrong. Yeah, we can just chalk it up to you having a bootleg version yeah. before, but this is like an updated version but, yeah, for some I have reason. The new boring version. Version that just has troops in the front. Yeah. Versus the sick. Like, like cowards. Yeah. The old versions that's all black and colored is so cool. It's cool as hell. It's like shiny. Shiny like the spooky ass moon. I'm afraid of the moon here. Yeah, it's red moon. It's very scary. Yeah, Google Tribulation Force until you see the cool looking one. You'll know it's troops. black and red. Yeah. Um, that's fascinating. I did not expect that. That is so cool. Yeah. Good for them. What a, like, just baffling couple of chapters. A lot of weird shit in it, Mm -hmm. for sure. A lot of very stupid phone tags Mm -hmm. that I would like them to stop doing. Yeah, I I Googled why do they switch from 757 to 777, and I uh, edged dangerously into spoiler territory, so I... Oh, my God, no, you can't possibly spoil yourself. you got to keep yourself pure. That's so funny. Very strange. Um, Well, guys, I, I, I am glad that we're getting digging back into it. I hope to God we see the Antichrist in the I next miss him so I miss much. him so much. I'm, I really need to see him. I need to see Hattie. I need to see all the, the bad guys. I miss them so much because mm-hmm. I hate these fucking Christian dorks. They mm-hmm. suck. Yeah. Um, golly gee. I feel like I'm excited for this book now. I thought this was super fun. Mm-hmm. Last episode, it was fun because we were getting back into yeah, it and I was excited, but the, 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 the chapters were boring. Yeah. So this was so much fun. This is a lot more Four Horsemen talk, which I enjoyed. 100% more, for yeah. sure. Yeah, but, uh, exactly. <laughs> you can follow the podcast on Twitter at TribFarsePod, on Instagram at TribFarsePod, or you can email us any funny stories you may have. Please send them, even if uh, we don't always mention them. We're so thankful. They're always yes. so good. At TribulationFarse at gmail.com. I also think that we 
should plug our Patreon a little bit. We did it at the beginning, but we didn't say where to go for That's it. That's true. At the very beginning of the episode, as we said, we just recorded an, a, about an hour-long episode about The Sopranos, a retrospective, because we just yeah. finished watching The Sopranos for the first time this past weekend. Um, but we've got other cool shit there. We, we talked about um, well, Andor on it. Yeah, let's get the link real, real quick. Mm-hmm. It's patreon.com slash content hole. Yeah, and like I said, like we we've done uh, episode about Andor. We did a um, Chainsaw Man. We did we talked about Chainsaw Man. Um, I did a like K-pop music video introduction, like viewing night, and we're gonna do another right. one of those soon, I think. And so th- there's uh, uh, the bonus episodes, but there's also the community you join where yes. you hang out on Discord with us, and we do fun stuff. Yeah, um, it's been a lot of fun to do the Patreon uh, 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 community things. It's been it's been rad as hell. I love. Finding out what, I don't know, the community is and what they're yes. into. Um, that's patreon.com slash content hole. That is the Patreon for Jennifer and I, but it is the most direct way to support the show. Yes. Because again, the show would not exist if Jennifer and I didn't feel obligated. obligated. <laughs> that little twinge of like, I love doing it. I right. do. But like when you have a bunch of sh- other shit going on, it's the like, oh, but. The patrons want something, right? right. So, so I will, I will push through and record um, until almost nine o'clock at night, even though <laughs> I, I've been working since eight this morning, right? And, and I have to work again at eight. And again, it's not explicitly the tribulation farce Patreon, but it is, but it isn't, but it is. It's us. It's us. And we make Patreon. We make. <laughs> well, Patreon. our assumption is you're listening to us because you like us, so you want our other yeah, stuff, and so. it's the easiest way to support the show. Again, thank you guys so much. We said it last week, but. It's an odd pitch for a show. Um, <laughs> yeah, w- we as a as a as a as a, a creator uh, yeah. network and things like that, we don't like doing short things. No, um, because it's so much more fun to lean into it and to have so much fun. Like uh, I think about Naruto Revuto, the idea of pitching someone on a two-hour Naruto podcast every week <laughs> yeah. uh, feels hard. But again, it's so much fun for people that like it. And I, we're not going to change because this is what we like to do. I want to do deep dive. Me- That's what I like exactly. to do. Yeah, but I want to dig into stuff. It means so much for you guys to listen. And to tell your friends about it, really, you guys are the best. It's so cool that you do it. Uh, you don't have to tell other people, but when you do, it is so rad. But tell your buddies about yeah. Tribulation Farce and how funny and good it is and how it keeps you from getting the new fungal COVID. That's the thing? I mean, I'm, I okay, kind of combi- I really I combine, thought I, it was real. You made me very stressed. I combined two different things. It sounded really bad. I'm like, yeah, I don't well, want that. I felt like we would get sued if I said it stopped you from getting COVID. Oh, but, but if you say it, it keeps you from getting something that's fake, mm-hmm. <laughs> then you're legally in the clear. Mm-hmm. That's how I, I worked for two separate law firms. Anyways, like a thief for the night, we'll see you next week. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.